They're all saving one, or most of them, most of the Hampshire fielders are saving one. Somerset need one run. It's Edwards to Hildreth. He's there and bowls Hildreth, and he gets the run away through the onside, and Somerset have won. They've won the Royal London One Day Cup. Good evening, you're listening to Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. This is the Somerset Cricket Podcast. My name's Ian Shepherd. Joining me this evening, I've got Dan Kingdom, the voice of cricket on BBC Radio, Somerset Anthony Gibson, and subbing for Steve Tancock, who's uh, moved off to sunnier climes for the week. He's sunning himself in Corfu. Uh, we've got uh, Somerset committee man, chair of the NSPCC and Knight of the Realm, Sir Peter Wanless. Peter, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like a weight's kind of been lifted from my shoulders. Like there's an air of freedom about the cricketing world at the moment. When, uh, like when Andy Dufresne played the Marriage of Figaro over the, uh, the the Tannoy system at Shawshank Prison, it's almost as if something's over and and we're free to enjoy county cricket again, guys. So, Peter, you were at the uh, hundred final on Saturday. Then tell us what it was like. Yeah, well, I. I... I'm not quite so cynical. Um, I mean, there's, there's lots of um, there's lots of dangers and challenges around the situation we find it in in the world of cricket at, at the moment. And I, I think we should hear from Dan because he's written a great piece about um, how he feels about it. And there's so much of it I kind of agree with. I remember that kind of I agree with Nick uh, <laughs> uh, political uh, debate. So you know, it was a it was a really great day out i went i went with my son um i bought the tickets ages ago when they first came out two for ten pounds i mean this was doomed to succeed this competition so much money behind it so much marketing and even with lots of the major players missing you know it was still uh, a galaxy of talented women and men uh, cricketers putting on an extraordinary performance with more fireworks than I've ever seen anywhere before. Um, and, you know, it, it, it was great. And, and that moment when um, Oval Invincibles in the first game got uh, Southern Brave 14 for six, and that period when Liam Livingston was going crazy and hitting sixes into the executive boxes and, and that sort of stuff, that rivaled the excitement of anything I've seen at all this season but but of course there was no emotional attachment to the teams that 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 was the big difference so still for me you know the absolute highlights of what i've seen this season would be you know banton at canterbury um hildy scoring 100 against derby on on one leg you know these things really mattered because they were my team and that was missing um but i, I to, to dismiss what was happening on Saturday as kind of Mickey Mouse hit and giggle, irrelevant to the game. Um, it's not. It was really exciting. There were a lot of people there enjoying themselves. The crowd did feel distinctly different from um, other cricket crowds I've been at. Now that may be because lots of tickets were given away to different people, but 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 they were there and they were enjoying themselves and they were excited by what they saw so somehow I think we've got to try and um, we've got to try and build on this and, 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 and not lose out and ensure that the game of cricket rides this um, rides this wave you mentioned <clears throat> you mentioned Dan's uh, thread on it Dan do you want to quickly run through the uh, the points of that thread I did read it and uh, found myself agreeing with most most well <laughs> yes. all of it pretty much it's done. yeah um, so yeah as sort of Peter was alluding to, I think one of the big things with the hundred is it's got a lot of people interested in cricket. It's got a lot of people, maybe a lot. I think more than anything, it's probably got a lot of people who maybe had a bit of an interest in cricket, maybe a bit of interest in international cricket. It's got them interested in domestic cricket. I think most people would have already already know a bit about cricket. I doubt it will be people who know nothing about cricket. So you know, it's people who are aware of cricket generally who maybe got themselves. Um, sort of back into it by the hundred, or got themselves more into it by the hundred. But we've now got to capitalise on that and get them permanently, you know, into cricket. You know, and that's via other cricket. So basically, we need to be looking at ways for how we can get those fans through the gates at other games now as well. So you know, we've got international cricket, we've got men's county cricket, we've got women's regional cricket. 
you know, there's you know, we've got the Charlotte Edwards Cup is restarting tomorrow. Um, we've got the Blast quarterfinals now. We've got four games of county championship. We need to find a way to, you know, get people to these games and um, maybe you know get county memberships, Blast memberships, because you know, there's there's the hundred was four up to four games. You get to see, you, know, you get to see your team maybe for four games at your local ground. If you are local to it, that is, you know, because a lot of people weren't local to these grounds. Um, but four games isn't really very many. You know, there's seven, but you can see seven more Blast games. You know, that's, you know, I think if you liked a bit of the 100, you're going to like the Blast. There's no reason mm. you won't. And the thing with the Blast is it is much more geographically spread. So a lot of people will have seen the 100 on TV. They won't have been able to access grounds um, necessarily if they lived, you know, they, a lot of them won't have lived near enough. But with the Blast, there's a higher chance they will live near. So we've got to, you know, show them actually, yeah, well, they, well you, you enjoyed the 100, well, go and see this local cricket at Northampton or at Taunton or at Canterbury or something, you know. That's what we've got to capitalise on. And that's what the ECB need to be working on. They need to think, I, I worry they don't have a plan, I don't know. I suspect individuals at the ECB are, you know, there's probably some, there are some good individuals at the ECB. It's whether their overall strategy and whether people like Tom Harrison understand that this is now what we should be doing for the good of cricket. Are these good you know, people at the ECB sharing this 2.1 million pound bonus pot or are they uh, are they too too low down the food chain uh, I think it's a the slice of that one it's all the bad people with the 2.1 million um there yeah I think so yeah because that you know going back to other cricket is where it's a bit more meaningful you know as Peter was saying you know the, the hundred it's an entertainment product it's harder at the moment to see how they mean much to to people I think they will to some extent but other cricket is so much more authentic and so much more meaningful. Yeah. Um, and that's how we're going to get get fans interested, really. Um, and the other thing I was saying is really that we can't allow the 100 to expand. Because what the ECB might do is right, go, right, okay, the 100's been a success. Let's capitalise on that by making the 100 bigger and expanding its window. Um, and adding more teams is maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure about that. But, you know, by trying to capitalise, by trying to, cannibalise other cricket almost you know we've got to it's not ideal we've got the 100 in some ways already but now it's here we've got to it's got to stay where it is it can't now be allowed to encroach on everything else we've got to capitalise via getting people into other cricket because there you know there is there is space to do so you know not all of, not all of the not all teams in the blast sell out um, you know there's we, it'd be great if we can now use this to sell out these sort of these some of the smaller grounds like Derbyshire and Leicestershire, and also some of the bigger grounds that don't really sell out. You know, like yeah, Edgebaston doesn't really sell out for T Twenty matches. And we've got to make clear to that it's all free to air on YouTube. Mm. You know, every single county match is 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 incredible. Really, that that service that we've got. It doesn't um, help when the official account of the hundred implies that there's no cricket worth watching <laughs> now for another eleven months. Yeah. And there was a gif of was it Lewis or Alex Hales tossing his helmet around, looking glum and forlorn. And that tweet it, got taken down pretty, pretty quickly. It was well, it, well, the next day I think it was the next morning, wasn't yeah. it? When everyone sort of capitalised, <laughs> everyone realised that it was there the next morning. Yeah. I think, and everyone started moaning. I mean, yeah, I, I we probably can't read too much into it. It was probably just a social media in, intern or whatever. It's a social media person not really thinking thinking it through, and they just put it out as a throwaway tweet but it was a bit tone deaf it didn't really it completely forgot the fact that the 100 is meant to be showing people into other cricket that's what these people have always said yeah the 100 has to is benefiting everything that's what they've said now they've got to show that and that tweet just yeah it was it, it just was it was tone deaf and it didn't um you know it, it yeah. sent the wrong message basically well, I think um, if they if they do expand the 100 I think they the only way they can expand it is by adding another 10 teams <laughs> if you see what I mean, what did you yes. make of it all then, Anthony? Were you? A, I forget which. You were a Welsh fireman, weren't you? I was. Until well, not not a, not a Welsh fireman, as in you didn't drive around in a fire engine around Cardiff. You were a supporter no, no, of the Welsh fire. Yeah, Tom Banter's <laughs> taken a bit of stick on that, but um, no, I. Uh, it's fine as as far as it goes. You know, it, it obviously does have an uh, have an audience. Uh, it's it's a bit like a cuckoo. It's uh, superficially uh, very attractive. Um, it's an iconic competition, just as the cuckoo is an iconic bird. But unfortunately, rather like the cuckoo, it will lay its eggs in somebody else's nest. And 
when that chick hatches, it will push out the other eggs. And I'm very much afraid that it is going to be the cuckoo in the nest of uh, English county cricket, and that there isn't room in the in the in the schedule for four competitions. Um, you know, it, it, three is is enough, uh, and quite clearly the the ECB, uh, you know, now they've had this initial success and, and, and good luck to them, are going to invest even more heavily in the hundred in future, and something else in cricket is going to suffer. And I'm afraid that will be not just county cricket, but the county structure. I think the the hundred grounds are going to cannibalise the uh, the non-hundred uh, counties, and will will hoover up their their best players. And really, quite quickly, quality cricket will be concentrated in whichever eight or ten um, grounds are involved in in the hundred, because you know they're they're getting big bucks from the ECB for doing this. So they get you know and they're getting the exposure and everything else so yeah it's it's fine in itself it's fine i don't don't have a problem with it it's very much like t20 in, in terms of the quality of of the cricket with a lot more razzmatazz but i very much fear for the consequences for the rest of english county cricket yes i completely agree with you there is no room at the end for this fourth competition we've already seen the raw london one day cup suffer not in terms of attendances but in the quality of cricket and the players available and even though we all had a, a great time um you know watching the likes of george thomas and sonny baker old ned leonard and casey aldridge doing the business we would have all have preferred to watch uh tom abel leading a full strength team defending that rule under one day cup we would and, and i think the solution is i don't know reduce the hundred down to Two weeks, if they can, mm. they won't be able just, to. But you, just, you just can't do it. I mean, I, um, I think I said this last week. Adam Collins talked about playing the Royal London One Day Cup games in Dubai at the in mm -hmm. late February, March. I mean, that that suggestion can absolutely do one. There's just no room to fit it in. I mean, we're playing in, into October at the as we are now. We are where we are, aren't we? So we, we've got to try and. Uh, uh, there are some. There are some really looking at it with um, Somerset um, spectacles on, which are the most important um, spectacles of of all. I think that risk that Anthony references of um, the players gravitating to hundred venues is a very real one that we cannot allow um, to happen. And the the the, the uh, you know Warwickshire. Nottinghamshire can only have been impressed by um, Smead and Gregory and the contributions that they've made to, uh, to to those teams. So, so we've got to really look. And by we, I mean the kind of club and the decision makers of the game. If they're serious about raising all the boats and using um, the hundred to draw people into a broader range of cricket, then having um, high-performing elite county cricket or a tier of cricket that is far more geographically spread than the hundred can ever be is vitally important and, and one expression of that will be the ability of clubs beyond um, the hundred hosting grounds to be able to attract and uh, develop and retain um, sufficiently strong teams so that that does feel to me like a, a huge risk but we can see it so we have in our engagements with the ecb um uh, to be alive to um that risk and that opportunity and then i think the your your reference to the to the to the tweet is a is a really uh, good one and and whether it was um misguided or not it it, it was utterly inconsistent with um, the expressed desire to build engagement and involvement with with um, uh, cricket across the country. So I think we've got to keep coming back to uh, to that objective and, and and do everything we can, you know, constructively to try and um, enable the the cuckoo <laughs> to be part of a family of birds and, and, and not something that I'm going to get all my um, metaphors mixed up here but you know 
a piranha that eats all the other fish around it or whatever. <laughs> we, 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 we've, we've got to, at least until 2024, coexist with the 100 because it's not going to go away next year, is it? As Anthony says, they're going to build on it. So how can we encourage and enable and require and incentivize a, a, a set of conditions which um, build opportunity for young people um, in, in the West Country and Somerset um, as a team. Well, just to just roll back to something there, I think our dragon would eat that cuckoo for breakfast. <laughs> but if, only, if, only. if we did go, let's say, I mean, we are discussing this. I know people are probably saying, stop talking about 100. We will get to the to Thursday's game in a second. But one way to solve this problem, you said, Anthony, about the, the 100 counties, if you like, or the 100 grounds hoovering up all the talent. We have nine franchises split, or which are in effect two merged counties, geographically the closest to each other, or as best you can. So you'd have Glamorgan and Gloucestershire, Somerset and Hampshire, Surrey and Middlesex, Kent and Essex. Could you get away with doing Lancashire and Yorkshire? Probably not. Probably not Warwickshire and Worcestershire as well. You might have to fiddle around there up north and in the Midlands. But if you're able to do that and then have two home games at each county's venue so we, we would have two at Taunton two at the Aegeus Bowl two at uh, two at the Oval two at Laws two at um, Sapphire Gardens two at Neville Road then everything's evenly spread you can say okay that's a fairer solution than all the all the big counties getting the beer money Ooh, it is, but I think it's much more likely. It's much more likely that all forms of, you know, the, all of the major forms of cricket will be concentrated on the eight or nine uh, hundred, or possibly ten hundred venues, and you'll end up with with a, a series of basically city-based clubs um, playing all forms of cricket, which will build the sort of loyalty that's been missing in the in in the hundred um, so far. It's it's something my father predicted about fifty years ago would, would happen. It's taken a long time coming, um, but you know, I, I fear very much that the the writing is is on the wall. And I think you know the choice for, for Somerset is you know if we can't if we can't beat them, are we going to join them? Which you know probably means joining forces with either Gloucestershire or or Hampshire, um, possibly you know based at the county ground in Bristol. Which, no. which is international. Well, I know you, you're going to say no, <laughs> but you know the alternative is we get left out in the cold because they're not. You know, the Aegeus Bowl is a test ground. They're not going to share facilities with with us here in in, in Taunton. Um, and you know, I, we try and paddle our own canoe, and, and we've got a fantastically loyal fan fan base who will stick with Somerset through thick and thin. But I'm afraid the political and the economic realities will dictate otherwise. I'm, you know, I really am quite pessimistic for the future of county-based cricket of all forms uh, in this country. I think it's going to be become really quite quickly city-based and based on the on the test grounds. I think your interesting point there about the writing being on the wall. I think that writing was put there by the higher ups at the ECB, the likes of Colin Graves and Tom Harrison, with their their spray cans and it's almost become a self-fulfilling prophecy that oh let's try city-based cricket and we'll throw millions of pounds at it your words earlier Peter it's doomed to failure are absolutely pressing because that's it could not fail because it just had so much money thrown at it it was on free-to-air TV it was, games were on YouTube they were all over the place you know they even had the trading cards out in the, in, in the shops the trading card magazines Nothing like that's ever been done for blast cricket or county cricket before. If it had been done for county cricket, I'd have had a stack of them going back to about 1989. Test cricket has always been city-based, hasn't it? So, I mean, there's, there's, and, and there's always been clashes with, with county cricket. Again, I, I don't want to downplay the risks which um, uh, Anthony has, 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 has put on the table, but there, there are other... Uh, options. Uh, I mean, I, I think it probably is inconceivable that the hundred would be shrunk into a fortnightly period. But three weeks is a pretty constrained uh, period. Um, uh, it could be we we had m more players taken from the county game this year because international um, travel was restricted. 
the hundred could be stuffed with international players and have the preponderance of of players coming from all over the world with a small number of the very best domestic people and unashamedly market it as an international competition and that could leave uh, a higher standard of uh, um, uh, of county cricket alongside I don't know there are, there are there, there are some options which need to be kind of worked through and, and, and I'd like to believe that there is truth in the desire to grow the game at all levels in all parts of the of the UK. Is that tongue in cheek, Peter? No, no, no. Well, if they're getting paid these mega salaries and this £2.1 million bonus pot, they must be worth it. So, a few of our players have been released back to us after being jailed by the 100. Um, mixed bag, really, uh, for the Somerset guys in the 100. Max Waller, um, we thought he was going to, I thought he was certainly he was going to play a big part in the tournament and didn't even get a game for the Southern Brave. Uh, Will Smead, was uh, undoubtedly the find of the tournament as far as Somerset players are concerned. 166 runs, averaging 33, striking it at an incredible 172. Marchant with the ball as well. I think he was second or third leading wicket-taker. Roloff, not dismissed throughout the tournament. Not so handy with the ball, though. And, uh, yeah, Tom Banton had a bit of a disappointing Tournament, put it, mildly. put it mildly. Had a bit of a just a bit of a doomer, uh, and Tom Abel came back from injury with uh, with eight not out in uh, Birmingham Phoenix's penultimate game. And Tom Lammerby seems to have batted himself out of form as well. well I think with Lammers, it's more he didn't get many chances, and he's sort of batting right at the end. So you can't really read much into innings where he's just tra- he's just facing a few balls at the end of it. So hopefully he's okay. But the problem is, yeah, I see what you mean though. He's still not getting any substantial chances to bat is still not a good thing so he'll have lost the form he had in that Gloucestershire game I think yeah well hopefully we'll he was particularly good between ball 16.4 and 20 wasn't he in that game against Gloucestershire (laughs) he got about 80 of his runs in there yeah maybe he was uh, the 100 is not his game it's too short for him he needs to uh, he needs he needs the room to breathe in a T20 match so speaking of T20 matches, there's quite a big one in a couple of days' time up at Taunton. We're taking on the Lancashire. Are they the Lancashire Lightning still, or are they just Lancashire? I can never remember. But they are, Lightning. They are the Lancashire Lightning. What? Do, how do we think that was going to go then, guys? I've been doing my side. It's quite a difficult one, actually. Um, obviously, with Smead finding form as an opener, we didn't think he was, he was that sort of player. But he's... There are- uh, there are a few options here, I think. And it's whether you know, Hildreth is maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. It's I think there's eight certainties. And then it's sort of exactly how we balance the side mm-hmm. is the interesting question. So do we play Max as well as Golders and Ro- Ro- Roloff? Um, or do we just go the extra scene bowler? So do we play, we play three Rooks? spinners, it, it works more often than it's Taunton, not worked. Not at, Taunton, not at Taunton against Liam Livingston. Absolutely fatal. You know, yeah, it's if if we were playing at Sapphire Gardens, absolutely, but not not at Taunton, and it, so it's that, it might to... even be one of the hybrid, hybrid pitches. Yeah, you know, and we don't I want to play. I, wouldn't play, I wouldn't play Lewis Goldsworthy. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a natural T Twenty player. Um, I'd have I'd have Stephen Davis opening with Tom Banton, mm-hmm. and then Will Smead at three, Hildreth four, Abel five, Lamanby six. Gregory seven, Green eight, Vandermeer nine, Marchand de Langer, and then either Jack Leach or Max Waller. Probably favouring Jack Leach, who hasn't had the chances in T Twenty cricket that he deserves. And when he had as has had his chance this season in just uh, two games, he's picked up five wickets at a cost of twelve each, an economy rate of seven point five. I think he deserves deserves a go. So that'll be my team. Did you have Banton in your team, Anthony? Yeah, yeah, opening. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw him at the weekend. I saw him playing at the weekend. He was playing in a, a charity match for the uh, Stokes and Mary, opening of the Stokes and Mary renamed ground. It's been named in honour of Charles Clark, the um, former late chairman of uh, Somerset County Cricket Club. And Tom played a couple of T10s and was smashing it around with mm-hmm. gay abandon, <laughs> as you can imagine. <laughs> so he looked in, in decent form. And Will Smead's obviously had a very good tournament in the, uh, in the 100. 
and uh, Tom Abel. Well, we don't know. Uh, Tom Lanley, I think, has got to be in the side. Um, he's a, you know, uh, and I think with Gregory Green, Vandermeer, Delanger, uh, Leachor, Waller, Abel, and Lamanby, we've got plenty of bowling options there. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need any more bowling options. So I think I think that I think Lancashire are favourites, but I think if we pick that sort of side, we we give them a good, good game. So Craig's definitely, 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 definitely not going to be released to play. In this I don't know about run. definitely. They 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 may release him, but the thing is, he's the only well him or Mahmood, whoever misses out, or or current maybe whoever whoever misses out out of the fast bowlers will be the concussion sub. So yeah. unless they're happy to take a risk and not have a concussion sub for one day or something, then yeah. It's, it's, Craig will probably miss. No, I, I didn't. I, had, I didn't reckon on Gregory being available. Um, Overton being available because he's bowled. He's taken that mantle of bowling three overs straight in the power play, and he's done that well. He's oh, he done has. that really yes. well. That's been a you know big factor in our success as well. Not something else that puzzled me is Lewis seemed to have got his mojo back towards the end of the blast with the ball. And then he hardly bowled for the for the bowl. skips. Uh-huh. He bowled. Was he injured? I, I wondered that. Yeah. We bowled 25 balls. Which and they're is, all early on in the tournament yeah. as well. It's stopped bowling Sorry, after a couple of 4. games. 4.1 overs in old money. Well, I saw, saw him on Sunday as well, and he, he looks fit enough. He wasn't playing, but he... He, he, he always gave the impression of being across everything, though, didn't he? I mean, we've sometimes wondered about Gregory as a captain relative to, to Abel, but he really... It, it, Trent Rockets felt like his team. Yeah, um, he seemed to have a lot of respect from. I, I, although he didn't necessarily contribute too much in, himself, I, I felt that his sort of stature in the game was was growing the more I was watching of it. Um, I agree, uh, absolutely. Really. Yeah, yeah. I watched quite a bit of Trent Rockets because Gregory was playing for them, yeah. and also Martin Delanger, and I thought he captained them really well. Right, I'll go on my <laughs> side then. I've. I had a bit of amnesia. I've I've written about three or four sides out, and they've gone. Oh, I've I've forgotten to play Hildreth or Gregory. So this is revision about revision number four. I'm going Smead, Banton, Hildy, Abel, Goldsworthy, Lamanby, Gregory, Davy, Marchant, Ben Green, and Waller. Not necessarily having Ben Green down at ten. So no Van der Merve. Oh no! See, I just <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. I've forgotten all these guys. How could I have forgotten roll off? Right, we can't not, we can't not have roll off. You can't not have roll off, can you? Right. Uh... Josh Davy isn't a T Twenty bowler. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, we'll go. What? We'll go roll off in for Josh. Yeah. What about Jack Brooks? He had a good group stage. Really good in that Gloucestershire game in the. Uh... In the last. last mm-hmm. I don't know how fit he is. He's playing. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, playing, he's playing the current second eleven game, isn't he? He's bowling yeah. a few overs in that. But it surprised me he was playing at all. I thought they'd keep him fresh for um, fresh for Thursday. I mean, maybe he is. Maybe he is still going to play on Thursday because you, you can sub out the second eleven game. So yeah, if you aren't aware, we're getting stuffed down at the Vale by Essex. Yeah. Um, what do they got? About three twenty. We were about hundred and ten all out. Never guess how George Bartlett was out, Anthony. If you've not seen it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen. It. Have a guess. <laughs> not uh, LBW. Yes, he was LBW. <laughs> Was he playing a shot? Uh, he was playing across his front pad quite a bit. Yeah, he was oh, no. still wandering across God, the off stump. Yeah, uh, poor old George. So he's 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 sticking with that technique through through thick and thin. Yeah, no Eddie no. Byram in the twos as well. I thought that was uh, raised a few little um, alarm bells. Well, not not alarm bells, but break, I thought maybe. it was a bit strange. Yeah, maybe he's having a break. Maybe yeah. he's going somewhere on loan for the end of the season. Surprise me. Wouldn't surprise mm. me. I think he's got to go somewhere else to fulfil his potential because there is potential there. But I don't think it, I don't think it's um, he's going to do it at Somerset, especially with the you know the competition coming up through the ranks as well. Yeah, I did think that with Azar Ali not being available, or not available currently as the situation stands for the for the Nottinghamshire game that. Rather than shunting everybody up and down the batting order, they might have given Eddie one last chance in that game. Maybe, but they might have picked Smead instead, perhaps. True, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it is a bit of a shame. Um, Yeah, do we have any notable performances in in the twos game? Let me just find it out. (laughs) (laughs) Not not really, unless there's... uh, You've got a few with the ball. Uh, Has has uh, Smead played a county championship match? No, not yet. He hasn't. 
No. No. He he's... should. I, I hope he's in the side. I really do. I think yeah. He's... I do as well. Otherwise, there may be a danger that he gets. <laughs> Yeah, he could be do, do a David Warner, perhaps, couldn't he? Just get an England cap before he's played, a, <laughs> or get an England test cap with only playing white ball cricket. Yeah, Jack Brooks, uh, three for 34 in the uh, uh, Essex's total of 318 all out. Old Dead Leonard, two for 52. Casey Aldridge, two for 38. Uh, George Drizzle, two for 77. And then Somerset's uh, innings, C.F. Gibson, who's that? And G.C.H. Barlow. Chris, Chris Gibson Chris is Gibson. called. Um, yeah, from from Truro, I think. Oh, another Cornishman, Anthony. I believe so, yeah. Um, G.C.H. Barlow. Not, not George sure. Barlow, but yeah. More, jo- um, more Georges. He, George Barlow has played for Surrey second eleven, Um and I mean, now goes to Exeter Uni, so I'm guessing that's sort of why he's sort of playing a few games for us. I think he's played a few this season. Fair enough. And Fair then enough. the only <laughs> only contributions in a pretty sorry total of 123 all out. Uh, Essex didn't enforce the follow on. They're cracking on 202 for two, so they're about oh, 397 runs ahead. So it could be a <laughs> cracking run chase down at the Vale tomorrow. You never know. We weren't, you aren't, we aren't allowed to go in and watch it, are we? Well, I probably well, am. No, no. Did, you, did you see um, uh, Gordon's message uh, message to members that popped out on email earlier? It's basically no, all to keep... Uh, it's about the protecting the players' biosecure environment as much as they can. But from what the messages I've been seeing on Twitter, people are just rocking up with deck chairs and sitting down and watching anyway. So... Um, <laughs> The official line from the, Mr. Hollins is uh, please stay away from uh, the Vale for the second 11 games uh, just in case you are well, in case you give a give a boundary field of COVID we wouldn't want that to happen right uh, Dan have you got have you have we had your do we have your side for uh, uh, no probably, um, so I would go Banton and then well, I put Hildreth then Smead but I think it would make sense if Smee went up to open, seeing how, seeing seeing as he's done really, really well for Boeing of Phoenix. I mean, his strike rate is what 172 for Boeing of Phoenix. Yeah. For us, it was only 135. Like, where has this version of Smee come from? I think he's been given license at the top of the order, I guess. And yeah, he's taken it. He's taken to it well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Banton Hildreth Smee or Banton Smee Hildreth. Then Abel at four, which is best position. I pick Goldsworthy at five, seeing as he's in excellent form. He's yeah, he, he can be a tad slow scoring at times. Um, but it all depends on the situation. So Lamaby could come in you know, at five if necessary, if we've not lost early wickets. Um, but if we have lost early wickets, we could do with Goldsworthy in the middle order. You know, him and Abel bat well together. They batted really well together in that home game against Kent. Um, so I've gone, yeah, Goldsworthy five, Lamaby six, Gregory seven, Vandermeer eight, and Delanger nine. And then it's sort of two out of Overton, Davy, Brooks, Waller, Leach, Green, depending on conditions, really. I mean, uh, as we were saying, I don't think we want to play three spinners, particularly as it probably won't be a turning wicket, um, particularly as we're playing Lancashire, who have loads of spinners. So just strategically, it would be a bad idea um, to play on a spin-friendly wicket against them. You know, they, they Old Trafford is a spin-friendly wicket, so um, it would probably be a good batting wicket. So we'll probably want... Um, yeah, it's difficult. I think maybe it'd be Green and Brooks, ten and eleven. Um, it's a tough one because if we're missing Overton, Davy's been a bit expensive when he's played in the T20 this year. He has picked up wickets, um, so a few options. But yeah, obviously, we don't know about Brooks's fitness, and it, either do we? So it is a tough one. Um, Green's had a good tournament, so he probably will end up playing. To be honest, I just wish we had Overton available. You know, he's a big, been a big part yeah. of our. T20 success this year. You know, he takes wickets in the power play every game, pretty much. You know, so he'll be a big news. Come on, then, Peter. Have you, uh, um, have you so, got any yeah, inside so... info, or are you going to no, just uh, give, no, no, no. give us your team uh, off the top of your head? Absolutely none. Um, so I had uh, very similar, really. Um, Banton, Smead, Hildy, Abel, Goldsworthy, Lamanby, Gregory. Green, Van der Merwe, DeLang, uh, Waller. Um, I think the point about all the spinners is a really, mm-hmm. is a very good one. 
which also spoils my joke, which was I was going to suggest if Ashwin wasn't picked for the Indians, maybe he could pitch up for us like he did for Surrey, you know, and uh, turn his arm over. But we probably don't need another spinner. <clears throat> That's Sorry, the same side as me, except you've got you've got Goldsworthy for Steve Davis. I rate yeah. Steve Davis. He's in good form. He's a, he's been good in all forms of, of, of cricket. Yeah, and I'd like to see him behind the stumps as well because he's a much better wicketkeeper than yeah. you know nothing against Tom Banton, but let, let Tom Banton concentrate on his batting. Steve Davis behind the stumps. I think you know nothing like a bit of experience there. Yeah, the, I think that's quite persuasive. Yeah. Although I suspect that Goldsworthy will get the nod. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, so just, sure. just for consistency play. of selection as well. I mean, we've got the three spinners there, but we're almost just playing Goldsworthy as a batsman because we've got Lambie, Gregory, Roloff, Marshall, Green, Waller and Abel who could all bowl instead of Goldsworthy. So Tom Abel, no, Tom Abel did bowl in the 100, did he? Hasn't really bowled in limited overs since. Uh, I don't see why not. He 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 bowled the death overs in the Abu Dhabi T mm. tens during during the winter and did really well. And he's been practicing it as well. But uh, mm. good stuff, right? Um, do I not get any support on Jack Leach instead of Max Waller? I, I I rather think the award of the county captain Max Waller was a bit of a valedictory gesture. I'm not sure we're going to see Max in Somerset colours again. Even though he's got another year on his contract, well, I don't know. Oh, I just, I just think full house, big T Twenty game under lights. That's Max's stage. Have, you know, I mean, he's, he's, his fielding is, you know, can can lift the team. But um, I, I just, you know, he hasn't he hasn't been himself really. What's he taken? Mm. Five five wickets, at forty eight point two, going at eight point six mm. runs and over. You know, that's it's not yeah. the Max we know and love. He improved a little bit towards the the middle end stages of the groups. The group, I mean, he had a couple of doomers the first two games. It was just those first two, and then since then his figures look okay generally. Um, his economy rate, but I, yeah, he he, I see what Anthony said. He he did, didn't quite look himself at times. Just mm -hmm. sometimes got away with some bad balls. I and mean, Max has always been a bit like that, but maybe a bit more than usual, just getting away with some bad balls and. Uh, yeah, it might just be an off year, and then we're back. Come we're going back next year. You know, it can happen to a spinner, I guess. Yeah, I just think it's made up for him now. He he'll been sat, frustrated, not getting a game, not getting a game for Southern Brave in the hundred. Just desperate to go out and show his stuff in front of a full house. Underlights, Taunton T Twenty, Showman. That's Max Waller. That's what he wants to do. Though that's his mm -hmm. stage, and I think, yeah, I think giving the ball fr uh, Thursday night, I think he'll perform. I've got every faith in him. He's too he's too good a player for it to, for it to just be um, for it to be over for him if you like it's it's just a blip and I think he'll come good he'll come good Thursday night and the thing with Leach is that he's played two games on real turning wickets it'd be very different if it's a flat one on Thursday for him very yeah. different challenge for him and it'd be a, it may be a bit of a risk to throw him in for his first ever T Twenty on a flat one you know in a quarter final against yeah. Liam Livingston. Oh yeah, he's a quality bowler. He's a quality bowler. Oh, he is. I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> Inexperienced in T Twenty though, Anthony. That's the which yeah. I don't really two, understand. Games. No, I don't I understand. Just... He should have played at least. He probably he should have played at least fifty games by now. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. What else did Gordon have to say in his message? Uh, oh, no more reserving your tickets. You can just turn up with your membership card, and that's fair game for all of the championship games to come. Carvery's open, breakfast in the county room you can have now. Guest passes are valid again. Uh, have I forgotten anything, Dan? Think. Oh, I, I didn't, I haven't seen it. Actually. You haven't had a chance to see it. It was almost like he knew we were recording and it dropped in my inbox at about, <laughs> uh, was it about <laughs> half past six today? If you remember, that will be uh, that will be in your inbox. Right, uh, shall we have a few listeners' questions? Didn't get many today, probably because of the... Uh, uh, the lack of cricket that we've had since we last recorded. Okay, first question from at Lord Lupin. I don't like cricket, I love it. Regular correspondent. How would you spend your cut of the 2.1 million bonus if you were Mr. Harrison? And he also expresses his thanks to Thatcher's for uh, the 500 free pints uh, for the first <laughs> 500 in the gate. Do you count for that, Anthony, via media? Do you count? You'll probably be there before everybody else. Sadly not. Sadly uh, not. 
I, I'd imagine a few of the players might think they're eligible for that uh, that giveaway as well, and maybe a little disappointed. Um, what would you spend your two point one million pounds on? I'd spend it on sending every county championship team, every county team, to somewhere abroad in March to play a couple of championship games to open the season to alleviate fixture congestion a bit. No, how are we going to and pay for the members to go as well? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Or two point Spain or something, you know, somewhere. Two point nice one million might not cover the whole county. Better just make it Somerset. Um, I don't know. Two point one million. I'd probably buy. What would that get you? About two beers at Lords these days. <laughs> Maybe two and a half if you're lucky. Oh, I'm not buy, sure. Buy, buy copies of Anthony's book oh, for yes. all the members that uh, sacrificed their uh, membership fee last year. Yeah. Um, copies uh, of and, and a signed. Always look on the bright side of life. Team Somerset shirt or something. For, I, think, uh, I think if we signed some any, special we, package, of we all signed anything. It'd go down in value, Pete, not up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you're doing a signing for for West Countryman. Are you, Anthony? In in a couple of I weeks. I am time? Six, second day of the Lancashire match. Yep, okay. at lunchtime. So that's and uh, probably afterwards. Uh, so what's that? That Tuesday, Tuesday the fourteenth. Yeah. Is that the Lancashire game? I think so. Should be up for that. Yeah, it starts uh, on Sunday that game, I think. Oh, so I'm looking. Am I looking at the right one? Yes. Oh no, Monday. Oh yeah. Oh, it does. I'm glad we got that resolved. I'm trying to think now. What did I spend two point one million on? I don't know. You could probably get pretty much any player in the world for two point one million, couldn't you? Anybody you like, you could have Coley. You could have Smith for the whole summer if you whacked them two million Ooh. quid. Oh, thank you very much. I might have Richard Pant. I think I might I might sign. Yeah, absolute value, Richard Pant. Kane Williamson. Yeah, Pant and Williamson. Let's get Chris Chris Gale back as well. Yeah, great man, hero. Um, I'd probably actually buy a lot of the ECB top brass out of their contracts as well. Get some people in there who know what they were doing. You need more than two point one million. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true. But in that disgrace that they've laid off all these staff and they're taking this massive bonus. Mad. It's yeah. absolutely disgusting. But there we are. Apparently it's 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 all to do with retention. You've got to pay these top executives that know what they're doing. All this all this oh sorry, is anybody here chief executive? Sorry, I don't <laughs> no offense <laughs> no offense to any chief executives listening, I do apologise. <laughs> Moving on then. <laughs> Andy Cleave, regular correspondent. Uh, what will your teams be for T20 on Thursday night? Wow. We've been through those. And the makeup of the bowling attack without Craig Overton it is a big loss with those. Uh, it, it, it rejigs all the plans, doesn't it? Because I don't think we've got a bowler who's skillful enough to, to take those three power play overs on. So it's not just about replacing Craig, it's also about coming up with a new workable strategy. So, yeah, one for. Messrs Kerr and Hurry to I nearly call them her and Curry then uh, to think about perhaps Surrey could loan us Jamie Overton back he did very <laughs> well last time we had a quarter final down at Taunton that's true did, did Jamie play any games for who was he with he was, he was with Manchester Originals but he got injured pre-tournament uh, so okay. he missed all uh, okay I didn't realise uh, Jamie got injured best of uh, best wishes to you Jamie for listening and uh, get well soon that was it. We had two listeners' questions today. Probably because <laughs> we haven't, they haven't got a game to moan about <laughs> happened in the last week. Oh, right. Any other business, guys, then, before we uh, knock it on the head? And, um... Just um, a, a, a name for the future um, at, at Stoke St. Mary on Sunday. Um, Jack Blackwell was playing. Son was, of? Son of Ian. Uh, he's, I think he's either 12 or just 13. And he 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 looks the part. He really he, he was he was bowling quick, and he bowled he bowled really well. Took some really nice catches. He looks a proper cricketer in the making. Is he his and father's son in he terms? Will come. Is he his father's son right. in terms of how he bats? His approach to batting, or we, I didn't we, he didn't get a bat, but um, he, he he looked he really looked a, a, a proper cricketer. Good prospect. Good stuff. We'll keep an eye out for young. I also Black saw well. um, Will Abel. Who's an, uh, Tom's younger brother? Who's another very talented cricketer, very talented. So there's pe- you know plenty of good players coming up through the 
through the system. Absolutely, absolutely. Which is which is very you know very promising for whatever side they get to play for in, in the years that lie ahead. Whether they're playing for the Glasgow Gladiators or the <laughs> oh dear the Stoke and Trent Turbos. And who who do you think will join Somerset T20 Finals Day? As a, as a resident of Kent, I'm obviously hoping that Kent beat you Bears on uh, on Friday night. That's the other one which has a a oneless family interest uh, hanging on it. But uh, Kent, Somerset, Notts, and it's Sussex or Yorkshire, isn't it? Yeah, Sussex. Uh, who's playing at the moment? Yeah, Yorkshire are 166 with seven balls to go against Sussex. So could go either way that one. Could I? Have you seen the short boundaries though? Is it, they bought the boundaries in at Chester Street? Yorkshire basically requested that they bought the, boun- oh, the boundaries. Oh, so they match headingly. I saw. I saw that. Yeah. So I think this isn't going to be enough. And and. And I think it doesn't surprise me. Sussex have a really good bowling attack, and you know yeah. their batting is good as well. So I think Sussex are probably favourites, and I'd probably rather play Yorkshire on final day, to be honest. Me too, Dan. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Memories of last time as well against Sussex. They're, they're over off the, the, the oh, Jamie no. Overton over and the no, Gregory overs. No. They got absolutely smashed. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to go. Yeah, I think I want to go. Ooh, yeah, I want to go Sussex, not Somerset, and Birmingham. Sorry, Peter. Not so good side. I wouldn't mind seeing them knocked out by. They're playing Hampshire. Uh, yes, I think they are. But I'd, I'd sooner play Hampshire than not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did you know, watch? Even even, <laughs> even after the massive collapse, was it? Yeah, it was Hampshire. We had a terrible collapse against, wasn't it? Yeah. Even worse. Than, even worse than Essex. <laughs> even worse than the one against. Even worse than that one. Even worse than that one. Yeah, well, there have been plenty to choose from. Absolutely. Let's hope there's no more, no more batting collapses this season. Peter, I've not heard had any applications to be the third man on our Only Connect team. If you do want to be the third man on the Always Look on the Bright Side of Life Only Connect team, drop us a line on Twitter or email the Somerset Podcast at gmail.com. Dan, Anthony, don't fancy it. I'm not only connect is it confuses me. I can't I can't get my head around it. There were two cricket related questions um last night. That probably means there won't be any more for another three series. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I, I I felt I was on fire last night's episode. I, got... I had to let Ian know in fact. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, we were mess- I... messaging back and forth. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, so don't give anything away. I don't get very many right, so I'm hoping that these two cricket questions might be the might be the making of me. Well, there was there was one a couple of series ago, three or four series ago now. One of the sequences ones, we have to guess what's fourth in the sequence. I got it on the first clue. It was a cricket one. Dan, you should be able to get this one. So it's Bannerman a hundred Australia was clue number one. Yep. So what would clue number four have been? You can have an extra clue if you want. Oh right, so that's it. So it's, oh that's Christ. Um, I mean, is it going to be the no, first be, centurion um, for the West Indies in Test no, cricket? I think it'll be the first four hundred, won't it? Is it the first uh, four hundred? Uh, is it um, Lara West Indies four hundred? Yes, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to be you had to be a cricket uh, cricket guess that one. Yeah, so. But there's no better feeling. If you're an only Connect fan, there's no better feeling than getting the sequences one on the, on the first guess. But I understand our audience may be slightly limited on that, and they're probably tuning off in droves, bored <laughs> out of their skulls, listening to us rabbit on about an obscure BBC Two quiz show. Dan, anything from yourself? Are you going to be in uh, um, Treslower Thursday night as, as per? Uh, yep, yep. I'm yep. back in my back in the, my regular member seats for T20, which will be nice. Um, first time back there this season. I was, I've sat near there, but not sat in my actual seat. So uh, it'd be nice to go back there again. And, and it, I can't wait because it's going to be absolutely rocking, isn't it? It's going to yeah. be set out. You know, it's going to be amazing. So um, a couple of quick, good, a couple of quick stats which I think are good omens. Hopefully for Thursday. One of them is that we've never lost a home T20 quarterfinal. We've had three home T20 quarterfinals before, and we've won them all. Um, and the second one is that we, there are two. If you apply a qualification of two matches. 
there are two teams against whom we've got a 100% record in T20 cricket. And one of them is Lancashire, and the other one is Kolkata Knight Riders. Okay. Do they not enter this year? (laughs) Didn't enter the Blouse this year. They couldn't be bothered. Very good. Good stuff. I did miss that Champions League, though. That was not something you could possibly do every year, but you could possibly find it every couple of years, maybe three, four years, a space in the calendar for that. But I suppose all the players that would could possibly be playing for two or three of the teams that get to the Champions League. If you that was if, always, that was yeah. partly ended it. it. The that was one of the big issues of it. Players always pay for their IPL teams. You know there should have been a rule that said you have to pay for your home country. You know at, at first, anyway, it's the first priority. Um, but yeah, it's a good tour- good little tournament yeah. when it when it. Be careful what you wish for because it's the sort of thing that. Uh, the Birmingham Phoenix or the Southern Brave <laughs> could find themselves doing, couldn't they, with with just a little imagination? And uh, mm. there, there are there are things I would rather fill the fixture list with. I think. Yeah, mm. absolutely, Peter. Could not agree more. Right, uh, predictions for Thursday night. Then are we unified in a Somerset win? Yeah. Anthony's, more hope than expectation. he's grimacing. <laughs> yeah. Well. Get Livingston yeah, early. Well, Parkinson has an off night. Get yeah, Phyllis we, early. What we do? <laughs> well, um, sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah. I suppose in, in T20, uh, when we lost that game against Middlesex a couple of years ago, the one where uh, there were De Villiers and Morgan, sometimes you can just sit back and think, okay, yeah, these two guys are absolutely brilliant and I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it. It's the nerve-wracking 130 ones where there's no real entertainment and you end up losing. Those are the bad ones, but yeah, I don't think Liam, Liam Livingston et al are going to uh, going to be interested in getting 130. I think more like 230 tomorrow night. If, as you say, mm. we're going to play them on a, a non-spinning pitch. Excellent stuff. Right, let's get T20 out of the way. Then back to the proper stuff. Starting bank holiday Monday. Obviously, uh, looking forward to that. And then hopefully a trip to finals day which will be one of two times that we lift the trophy at Edgbaston this season. Hmm. If we can get one, I'll be happy. If we get both, I'll be absolutely ecstatic. If we get none, oh well, sack the committee. (laughs) (laughs) Right, on that note then, guys, apart from you, obviously, Peter, apart from you. Right, Uh, Pete, thanks very much for standing in. Always a pleasure. Uh, Thank you very much. Anthony, Dan, hopefully I might bump into you on... uh, Well, are you... obviously? I'm so used to Steve being in that top corner and, and he's, he's never comes down from um, uh, or very rarely comes down from Chester so it's always I'll see you at the game uh, Dan and Anthony but of course you'll, you're you going to be there Pete week off yeah I'm, I have, I, I'm, I'm as yet undecided there are a number of kind of moving parts which have to come together but I might be if I can be I will be okay well make sure you wave to us from the long run balcony while we're down there in the cheap seats guys uh, always a pleasure we'll uh, catch up next time and we'll have a Review of this uh, Blast quarterfinal and a look ahead to our assault on the county championship title. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next time.